Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to our many listeners around the world. This is the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm evangelist Micah McCurry, the director of Bible Tracks Incorporated, and it means much to me that you would take time out of your busy schedule to be with us for this program. We will be concluding our interview with Pastor Rich Haley Jr. out of Wichita, Kansas, Amazing Grace Baptist Church, in just a few moments. Today is the last day of that interview, and if you might have missed the previous editions, please feel free to look up our archived versions of the broadcast on YouTube, or even our Facebook page, Instagram, the easiest way to listen would be through our podcast. You can find that Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, TuneIn, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it, wherever you happen to listen to podcasts, just search for Bible Tract Echoes. Again, that's Bible Tract Echoes. For those of you that are unfamiliar with the ministry behind this broadcast, of course, the broadcast is called Bible Tract Echoes, but the greater ministry is Bible Tracks Incorporated, based out of Bloomington, Illinois, and begun by evangelist Paul Levine. I'm excited for your listenership today. Let's jump into our interview with Pastor Haley. Pastor, tell us what it means to you to have a seasoned evangelist like Brother Ted Houston as a member of your church. And if you would, give us an update on his health, if you would, as well. I ask him all kinds of questions. I mean, I, I all kinds of church questions when I've had church problems, when I've had church questions. I call him. He takes that phone call anytime and is just very gracious to just allow me to to plug, you know, just put in plugs of what do I do here? And, and, and what about this? What did you do? You know, and he'll tell me all the time, you know, what I did was not always the right way. This is what I did. He goes, but if you do it different, I understand. Right. It's like, you know, it's huge because I don't, I, I'm, I'm not having to bear the weight of if I don't do this his way, is he going to leave my church? Mm-hmm. He maybe would know better. And he's very gracious to allow me just the privilege to get to make my mistakes, make my decisions, do the things that I would, that's my personality, you know, how I would do things. Maybe they're not the way he would do them, but it's not wrong. It's just the way that I would do it. And he's just been so gracious to allow me to do that. And then whenever he comes to the church, you know, and I I, I try to have him preach as often as I can. Uh, But, you know, sometimes I've preached when he's been here and he's just always encouraging, always coming up. That was a great message, pastor, that, you know, and amen, you know, during the sermon, you know, the little things that are just like, to a young man is encouraging to know, hey, the older men of God have my back. You know, yes, I'm not perfect, but he's been such a, a blessing to me. He does have cancer, um, and he he had it, got rid of it, was in remission, and then it came back. And so he's been through the chemo process and all of that. And so I've gotten to watch also a seasoned man of God that's traveling like yourself, preaching in evangelism, uh, and yet stay faithful to the Lord, stay submissive to his pastor, be faithful to church when he's when he's here, you know, he's, he's, you know, continuing to come and he's still faithful. He doesn't, you know, just come back and sit and, and never come to church. I mean, when he's here, he's, he's faithful and he's even soul winning. I mean, he's like, if I'm here on a Saturday, I'm coming soul winning, you know, and he'll come and, and go out with me soul winning. He could just stay back and rest, but he, I don't know how he doesn't. I mean, that character is another, you know, he's a man of character. He needs to write a book uh, on character. Yes. Because, boy, he just, I mean, up early, up late and he just gets it done and has been just a blessing, you know? And Amen. so on the flip side, every great man is a great wife. And that's where Mrs. Houston's come into play. She's been a huge blessing for my wife as well. You know, where 
Brother Houston's been a blessing to me, but having Mrs. Houston, she's here more than he is because of their schedule and how it works out. And so you can't mention Brother Houston without mentioning Mrs. Houston because she is a huge help being a pastor's wife of many years. She plays the piano for us. She she teaches in our patch classes. She will anywhere that I need somebody to do something, she's more than willing to do that. And so that's the other side where the Houston family is such a blessing that they are willing not only just to be in the church of a younger pastor, but help like, Hey, we've been there we've done it. What do you need? And, and they will they do it. And Miss Houston has been a, a huge blessing, you know, and, and, you know, and I don't, I don't want to say more than one or the other, but she's here more. And so she will, you know, she's a huge blessing in that she will, she'll just do anything I, I ask her to do, you know, and brother Houston travels and preaches, but when she's here, uh, she will just jump in and help my wife and, and help me. And, and she you know, has that spiritual mindset where we can ask her questions too. My wife can talk to her and have that kind of accountability as well to talk to somebody and, and just ask questions. So you, you just have both that it's just huge. And it's just been the epitome. If I ever retire as a man of God and help a younger pastor, I would want to be the way the Houston's have been to us and how that they've been uh, to, to, to me as a pastor. So, Amen. The one thing that I would tag along, two things. Number one, please pray for Evangelist Ted Houston. And number two is this, that I have never heard Brother Houston preach except for that I've been helped. As, as far as Ted Houston goes, number one, pray for him. And number two, as I said, I've never heard him preach that I haven't been helped. And he's preached some of the most powerful messages I've ever heard. And as you said, he's done it just as a tool of God. He, yeah. he doesn't take the acclaim for himself. And I so greatly appreciate that. Well, two quick things as we kind of wrap up here. Number one, talk about, in short, if you can, I know that's difficult for an evangelist and a pastor, but talk about tracks and, of course, Bible tracks incorporated and how important they are to you. Of course, we're talking to an audience, many of them listening to the Bible Track Echoes radio broadcast been going out since 1958. They've heard a lot about tracks, but talk about for you personally, what do gospel tracks mean to you and how important are they? Gospel tracks are very special to me because I'm here as a result of a gospel track. So my grandma uh, is a, a born again Jew that you know raised in Morocco, uh, came uh, to the United States years later, met my grandpa who's a Catholic, and they got married on a blind date. And just a neat story there. But grandma eventually got saved, and then as when she got saved because of some ladies down the road, uh, she didn't get a chance to get into a good church because grandpa being the army. Uh, they traveled all over the world. So she tried many different churches, just whatever that was there to offer. She just had a hunger for God. She didn't know what was the right, what was right. She just knew she was saved. She had found Jesus. And where do I go from here? So they moved to Colorado Springs, Colorado. And my grandpa knew that my grandma wanted to go to church. He didn't really care. He was a good Catholic. He went to church on Christmas and Easter. And that was, that was his extent of church, but he knew grandma wanted to go to church. And so he found a track on the table at the, at the army base where he cleaned and he found the track on the table to the cornerstone Baptist church of Colorado Springs, Colorado, took it home and just said, call them. Maybe they'll come pick you up. And so sure enough, grandma called Dr. Dean Miller. And the next Sunday, my dad said somebody came by, picked them all up for church. And that was the beginning of them going to church. there, growing in the Lord. They still go to that church. And now my grandpa even goes to the church in wow. 40, 50 years later, he never would step foot in the door. Uh, and finally years later, now he even goes to that church. And so it's a blessing to see. So tracks are very important to me because I'm here as a result. I don't know if my grandma would have, you know, I, obviously God's will, but, you know, would she have ever found that church? 
would she have ever, you know, uh, gotten into a good church, ever grown in the Lord? Would my dad have ever gotten saved? Uh, would my dad, would my dad have ever met my mom? All of that happened at that church. And so very important to me that what the effect that gospel tracks have, it doesn't take away the personal responsibility, of course, of witnessing, right. but it is a tool that God can use. And it's been a tool that God has used over and over and over. And what I always say about tools, if they're not broke, don't fix them. And so tracks are very important. I love gospel tracks, using them, laying them everywhere, because I want somebody, you know, one day years down the road to, to have the same story of a track that I left somewhere and say, hey, somebody left this. And I'm here today because of just a gospel track that had the gospel in it with a phone number. And, and here we are today. So very important to me, very special because it's affected my family in such a big way. Just one small piece of paper. I mean, what does a track cost to print, you know, 25 cents and my whole family is in church. My mom and dad met, uh, we've gotten saved. All of my, all of my dad's sisters got saved. They're all serving in churches. I mean, it's just been, it's just changed our whole family because somebody just took time to leave a gospel track at a table that they were at and say, you know, maybe somebody will pick this up. Now, who knows how many gospel tracks they had ever left in their life. But if no, if, if their entire life, only one gospel track made a difference, it was, it's worth it to me. I'm on that end where one day when I get to heaven, I want to ask the Lord who left that gospel track. <laughs> I want to thank whoever that was, whoever left that gospel track there on that table. So. Amen. That's so great to hear. And for those that are listening and wondering, how much does a gospel tract cost to print? Well, by the math that we use, we don't normally mention this too often, but for the we, we of course, Bible Tracks Incorporated, we print the gospel tracts, the paper and the ink, all of that stuff, the packaging to put them all together, the shipping. We take care of all of that. And the only way we do that is by the grace of God and the generous giving of God's people. But we're able to the highest number that it almost ever is, and that's including the shipping and everything per track is less than 10 cents per track. And wow. so that's getting it to you. That's in your hands. That's folded. That's ready to go. And, but again, the only way we can do that is by the fact that God has allowed this ministry to go on for 80 plus years and by people just like you that have partnered with us. And so we're, we're so very thankful for people that invest in our ministry. And I, if I can say it this way, invest in eternity that way. We use your money for the cause of the kingdom, not for our own personal benefit. And of course, by the, by the government standards, we're a nonprofit, but we are that way as a ministry. Our goal is to see people safe, not accrue riches to ourselves. And I'm going to leave the last question I have for time's sake. I think maybe Brother Haley, sometime in the future, and as the Lord kind of solidifies even more so what God's going to do through your ministry and through the church there in this coming year, maybe we'll need to revisit this question of big vision and allowing God to use you that way. So we'll revisit that in the coming days. And I hope those of you that have been listening to this program today have been blessed by it. And again, I'll say it one more time. If you'd like to get in contact with me, or maybe you have a question for Brother Haley, or maybe just maybe you're listening from somewhere that's close to the Wichita area and you're looking for a good church. Well, Amazing Grace Baptist Church would be a great place, not only to accept Christ as your Savior, if you haven't done that, but also get grounded. And I appreciate Brother Haley's heart. We were talking yesterday for about three hours over lunch and the opportunity to speak to your church. People had a great time there. But the emphasis that you have on grounding people in spiritual truth and them growing and not just subsisting on the milk of the word, but on the meat of the word. And so I'll let you, Brother Haley, sign off. If there is there any last words you'd have for the listeners? No, I just encourage everybody, you know, uh, to, you know, of course, if you've not accepted Christ, uh, that's the most important decision, no matter what area of life that you're at. Uh, you know, if you if you have questions, you know, to get a hold of somebody that uh, get a hold of Brother Micah here or if you're around this area myself, 
because God wants you to most importantly sell eternity. That that's something that is you don't put off. You know, we look at the days around us. We know the the coming of the Lord can't be can't be far away, and that's just it's a scary thought. You know, it's a it's an exciting thought, but a scary thought as well. And then for those that you are saved, don't waste time. Get into a good church. Let God use you. Uh, you know, no matter that your age, don't let your age stop you. You know, let God uh, be willing to let God use you because I believe the Lord wants to do a great work. He just needs people that are willing to let him do it. And that's just really, that's, that's just the extent of it. If we can get young people just to say, Hey God, I'll, I'll just do whatever. Uh, I think we could turn the world upside down. Amen. Well, greatly appreciate your time today and to our listeners. Thank you so much. Once again, that cell phone number, you can text me directly 309 316-7240, especially if you're in the Wichita area, I'd love to get you in contact with Pastor Haley. You could also just Google Amazing Grace Baptist Church and uh, 309-316-7240. Well, thank you so much, sir. Greatly appreciate your time today. To our listeners, we'll talk to you all soon. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.